It is Monday, June 8th, and we are back in the process of training for the season. Really, I mean, what an exciting day. I know as an Ohio State guy living in Columbus, uh, just seeing the, the coaches and players showing up for workouts and feels really good to just know we're getting back to some form of normal and that we are going to have college football. I mean, what a, what a great feeling just to know that that is coming down the pipeline, that we are going to have sports back soon. So we're excited to crank the show back up and really start talking about college football, talking about sports in general. Uh, really honored today to have two, two guys I would call friends in studio uh, in the newly founded Buckeye Scoop, uh, an insider website. Kirk Barton and Bill Bank Green are going to be in studio today to kind of just shoot the shit. Talk about their new website, talk about the behind the scenes of recruiting and coverage, recruiting coverage, and also covering the football team. So we're going to get their thoughts on Ohio State, on the new website, what they got going, throw my two cents in there a little bit, really, really fired up about it. This is going to be part one of a two-part 100th episode. I wanted to bring kind of the behind the scenes of recruiting, and then I would be remiss not to use this 100th century mark uh, to talk a little bit about what is going on in the world with the racial injustice and the, the riots and, and the, the protests and everything that's going on. So excited. I'm going to have uh, a couple couple really awesome guests on to talk about it. A Columbus police officer that I know really well, a Columbus police officer who used to play for Ohio State when I coached, and also uh, another prominent former player in the media are all going to join me, and we're just going to have a think tank just to talk about what's going on in the country and the world of college football as it relates because you're seeing some coaches come out like what Ohio State and Ryan Day came out with was phenomenal. Kudos to Tom Herman also. His statement was very powerful and strong. And then you have the other end of the spectrum, the Dabo Sweeney's of the world that are just not saying anything while amid racial uh, situations that have occurred in his program. And it's, sho- it's I don't even want to say it's shocking, but it is surprising in this day and age that he has not spoken. He has not come out and said anything. Uh, Just as I said on Twitter, the silence is deafening. It speaks volumes to what is that, what their belief structure is in that program. And I don't know how, if you are the parent of a minority kid, uh, a black kid, how you could ever send him to Clemson. Just, just with the, the absolute failure that their program has produced in response to this national outpour and outcry for you know, uh, racial injustice and against racial injustice and, and, and trying to make a change. So we're going to dive into that on the second part of this episode that will be out this week and really, really excited about it. But enough about what's coming. Let's get to this interview that those of you that are Patreon subscribers, you've had this uh, uncut interview since Friday. So if you want to support the show, if you want to get that insider content, you want to get the content early, check out our Patreon at patreon.com dot com forward slash menace to sports with the number two so check it out uh, all kinds of different options from five bucks a month to just get some early content all the way up to 30 bucks a month you, we, we have a group chat popping daily we're, we're talking about on in a group chat what's going on in college football what's going on with ohio state so check it all out uh really i think it's good good quality for the money so uh just check it out and let me know what you think but uh, enough about that let's get to the show that's why i don't read the newspaper because it's garbage, and the editor that let it come out is garbage. Or do you do what everybody else in the media does, just create some shit and throw it on the wall and see what sticks, which is what I see happening everywhere. Where are we at in society today? I'm a man! I'm 40! 
when my time on earth is gone and my activities here are past, I want they bury me upside down and my critics can kiss my All right, I told you episode 100 of Menace to Sports would bring in the best of the best. And uh, really fired up because I had heard about that this was going on. This is like this is like the fucking Avengers of Buckeye coverage. And I have the Buckeye scoop, the the, the brains and, and, and the beauty behind the Buckeye scoop. Kirk Barton and Bill Green in studio. What's going on, fellas? Now, who's who? Brains and beauty. Well, I was going to let you two duke that out. I'm well, gonna he's got to be a beauty because he ain't brains. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, if, if it's physical, I'm going to lose that one. If it's my brain against the old lineman, I'm going to win that one. Oh, come on now. The, the, I'm a computer, the, baby. So. Barton's the, the MBA IT guy. I mean, oh, he's, he's not awesome. your typical bonehead old lineman, right? Dude, it's yeah. that's the fun thing about when we, we flipped the switch yesterday and it was about 6 o'clock and, like, you know, the people are logging in, just like storming the gates. Like I, we were like Hodor in, in uh, Game of Thrones when he's got the zombies coming <laughs> yeah. out and he's like, he's like holding the door and all of a sudden he gets overwhelmed and he gets killed. Like, that's what we were like. It was like, we couldn't keep people out. They were signing up so fast. And uh, it was, it literally was awesome. And Bill did his, his legendary bank Thursday chat and he had like 400 questions. So he's probably icing his hand from carpal tunnel well, he was replying the so, whole night so here's my question so i've never yeah. signed up for a website yeah i've never like i never did rivals i've never yeah. done that uh and you know i always uh, you use you, pantone's you, account i was What's gonna up? say What's up, mark <laughs> yeah you have pantone's account and you yeah. just log into his and you can read an article yeah. i never had one never signed up so i, I now am officially a member of the buckeyescoop.com yeah and i don't know what the fuck to do i mean i i went on there and, and, and saw he had his question thing and it was just overwhelming i was like holy shit there's like <laughs> questions flying he's flying i was like all right i'm gonna try this tomorrow what, what, what this is this is awesome i mean the message boards are sweet that the the, mm-hmm. the the content is great. Talk to me, Bill. Now, did you register? You have to register as a, I registered. As a, Coach what, Zach what Smith. What is your username? Coach Zach Smith. I'm on wow. there. Now, that is going to be awesome because hey, people man. are going to love that because oh, the first yeah. thing you're going to say is, is this really Zach it's, Smith? It's, it's me. And then, I'm on there. Dude, you can start your own threads. You can answer. Oh, th- you're you're a, like, how do we describe him? He's like our brother, man. Yeah, I mean, dude. I mean, like, you're, you're, you come in and got the run of the place. Like, There's no I'm, rules people, for you. Well, wait, love, I shouldn't say that. Wait a minute. <laughs> right. Wait a people minute. People love stories and kind of the inside dirt and how <clears throat> things really are. And it's like, no one's got it better than you. I mean, yeah. you were with Coach Mark since 2005. You're one of our guys. And plus, you, you always have well, been. You know, so whatever you got to contribute... And, or will you feel like saying, get off your chest or you whatever, know, man? I'll start a thread. Is that how you do it? Definitely. You start a thread. Yeah. yeah. You just say, hey, like, ask me anything. Whatever you want. You know, you oh want to talk about gosh. football. Who's my fit? Who's the best player I ever saw? Percy Harvin. You can check that out now. <laughs> we can but just knock that out yeah, now. Yeah, knock that out now. But, you know, it's it's funny because, like, a thing that's been good for me is that, you know, when I had my little incident where I got arrested and all that, it's like a way that I really rehabbed what I my image was I was just on that board and people were like, God, this guy's not an idiot. Because like, there's people out there that don't know you at all, and they don't know oh, your personality, yeah. and they don't know your heart. And all of a sudden, they get to know you. And you're like, God, he's like a great, he's a good guy. Like, I mean, people right. like, you know, it's like the only difference between you and a lot of people is you're in the public eye. Right. That's it. You know, and I've had people ask me, yeah. and it's funny about both of you guys. Yeah. Now, right. I got in trouble at Scout. I was the first person to come on your podcast. First it's guest. cool to come on now. Oh yeah, first and, guest. And then it wasn't cool, but you're my guy. Yeah. Right. So I'm on. And I got banned from the Michigan site at 24-7. I was never allowed to go on there again because because I promote wife beating. Oh, my God. And I'm like, hey. And they even said, you might want to rethink this. I'm like, I'm not rethinking it. 
Number one, age is a wonderful thing because when you the older you get, the less you care yeah, about right. that stuff. <laughs> right. And the same people have said about Kirk. Like, how can you go work with Kirk? Kirk's. I said, look, I'm gonna tell you something about both of these guys, that how they're so misunderstood. I don't know for sure about you, but this is what I think about Zach. This is exactly how Kirk is, and I tell people this: if I have a problem at 3 a.m. tonight, and I call Kirk mm-hmm. and say I need you, I got a problem. His car will be running at 3:15. Oh, that's a fact. And I think you would too. No doubt. And that, how many people like that do you have in your life? How many people like that do you need in your life? Like you need right. as many as you can get. Like I don't care about BS, stupid stuff. I know if I need Kirk, mm-hmm. and I feel if I need you. Yep. You guys are coming, man. You're that's coming real. at 4 a.m. You're not gonna say I'll get back to you. Hey, hey, man, I'm tired. Yeah. I'll call you next week. Text me no. tomorrow. No, you're coming. And that's, that means a lot to me, man. Yeah. And you know what? My favorite part about really any situation, this is not just my situation or your situation, just any situation is people that don't know shit about it love to form opinions on it. You're like, wait a minute. You certainly don't know anything, but go ahead, form your opinion. And, and I've, I've been dealing with it with my son's baseball. When he first started travel baseball last year, we joined the team. And obviously my name is a hot, hot topic. Oh, my God, Zach Smith's kid is on the team. You know, that kind of thing. Probably, I don't know if every parent, but 80% of parents at some point towards the end of the year were like, hey, I got to tell you something. You're not what they make you out to be. And I'm I'm like, well, I hope not because that guy sounds like a bad guy. Charles Manson. (laughs) Right. But it's just so funny how it's like, but you didn't know me before, so why are you surprised now? (laughs) This is people... You know, the, the media controls the narrative, man. And it's oh. like when people, when there's certain people in the media that don't like you and they want to spin it their way, it's fine. And I don't, I don't sweat those people because, you know, unless you're my family, you're one of my, you know, my, my work family, like I, we've got at the scoop or you're my boss at my real world job, then I don't care. Like I can't waste right. energy worrying about what people that are ancillary, you know, think of me, you know, I mean, I. I think my image is good. People that know me defend me to the hill, which is means a lot to me. Like, That's what like, matters. Yeah, exactly. Like the people that actually know you, they're like, they're like, that is the most out of character. So they're like, he's like the most docile, like nice guy in the world. He's trying to get in a cab and go home, and it it turned bad, and it was unfortunate. And I've learned my lesson, and it was sad. But you know, I, I ended up in a better place, and in two years, I went from, you know, I I got my job back, and I've. Now I'm, you know, working finance for a bunch of semi truck companies. Shout out Valley Valley Truck Centers if any of you guys need a truck. Um, <laughs> and now I've started my own company with Mark Gibbler, who I think the world of. And I have a team that's like a family. And it's like, you know, I, I really drilled at these guys. I'm like, look, we're all together on this thing, man. We're we all threw in and we're all we got to you know, grind. I mean, this thing is like you're it's, you're it's it's a fight for every single subscriber. Like, don't think yeah. any different because it's like recruiting. Like until they sign the dot, I mean, you're. You're fighting to the last second, go though. Yeah, and and Zach's probably finding that out in the media. Yeah, when you're trying to attract subscribers, members like we are, these people vote, oh, and yeah. they vote with their credit cards. Yep. Oh yeah, right. So, and, and the Ohio State media market is so good. I mean, yeah. if you're not on your game, mm-hmm. and if you you can't BS or bluff in this no, market, no, no, you will be mm-hmm. exposed as a fraud. Oh yeah, and, and we we. Shout out guys that we compete against, that we like, that are our friends. Jeremy right. Birmingham, 
great friend of ours. No so doubt. You know what I mean? No and doubt. if he beats us on a story, man, we shake his hand. Uh, right. You good shit. Like we're, good coming shit. After, we're coming after you tomorrow, but you got yeah, us today. That's how you it know, works, right? That's what we love about this business. But the mm-hmm. subscribers, the members, the Ohio State fan base is so smart and so educated, mm-hmm. you can't bluff them. You can't yeah, fool you them. Can't. Like I, we've seen done. You know, you worked at Rivals. I worked at 24-7. We yeah. worked with guys that were just total bluffers. Oh, they uh, didn't know anything, and they uh, just knew how to package. No, I mean, that ain't going to work uh, in Ohio State. Listen, that will not work at uh, Ohio State. I'm going to say it right now, and you, you, you all might not want to comment, but that is that is Eleven Warriors' whole world right there. It, it is bluffing and 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 just pr- putting out bullshit. So I won't put you on the spot on them, <laughs> but but you just I'm sitting here like, oh, you mean the difference between you guys and Eleven Warriors? Got it. Um, <laughs> but anyways, talk to me about your. Your, your staff talk to me about the people that are that are coming with you you know it's like yeah. like when you go to storm a castle you, you load people up in a in a, in a boat yeah. and hit the waters who's in the boat it's like other people got catapults and i got you know nuclear missiles right so you got you got you got givlers and gleitmans yeah giver gleitman bank yeah you know, got mick you know we've got i mean our, our four-headed monster for recruiting is something that no one's ever seen before I don't right think. but you know it all started when you know me and ken Never really wanted to put in all the work. Oh, whatever. I mean, Nevada. I mean, people know his name. I mean, they never wanted to put in the work to do an independent site. Right. So, you know, it's a lot of work. I mean, we found out firsthand in the last six, seven months that, I mean, it is nonstop work. So we, you know, we, we always kind of had it in our mind. We're like, you know, we work at Rivals. You know, we can kind of do what we want. We get paid. We don't have a lot of responsibility. But then all of a sudden, Mark Gibbler said, he's out. Like, he's like, I got to go start making real money like you know he's had the same salary for seven years and mark is like the nicest guy in the world works so hard absolutely and he's honestly like in bank you'll say he's the best guy in the entire field for ohio state recruiting like i mean he's like banks like he's the best and like when you're a guy like banks says you're the best that's like yeah. nick saban say to urban Meyer is the best coach or you know it's like right. it really it holds a lot of weight so a lot of weight i got with gevler and in, in nevada and i'm like sitting there and i'm like you know maybe we can try and make an independent team. Cause I, I knew a technology company that was excellent. It would be great. And, and I was like, where do we start? And the first guy I thought of was Bill Green. Cause he is by far the biggest draw at Bucknuts. He's mm-hmm. got a great style. People love him. You know, he's got great info and you know, he just, he's got a big following cause he's just, he's a legend. So, you know, I remember, I'll never forget. I sent him a message. I was like, Hey, you know, you ever want to get lunch? And, He's like, yeah, when? And I was like, whenever you want. And he's like, where do you want to meet? And he's like, well, I'm in Canton. And I was like, well, Canton Roosters. So I like <laughs> drive up to Canton Roosters. It's like, you know, uh, middle of the season last year. And I'm talking to him. And I walk in to uh, talk to him. And I mean, we've never really had dinner. I was always real cordial with him when he'd be covering the beat when we were doing recruiting camps and stuff. But, you know, I walk into the restaurant and I've got Nevada on the phone. And, you know, they go way back to Scout when basically it was the the, the – golden era of message boarding and people always are like what can, what do we got to do to get nevada and bank together it's like the it's like getting bird and magic to play on the same team or something and I'm <laughs> right like, yeah, so i literally give him the phone and he's on speaker and he's like hey this one let you know that we're gonna do our own thing and do our own site and we'd love for you to be a part of it and like he had no idea that he was gonna get ambushed with this like he thought <laughs> we're, i was buying him chicken wings out of the goodness of my heart and i was like no i want you dude like there ain't no free wings in this world you know, you're, this is a real business meeting um, go ahead, Bank. And I remember, you know, telling you, you're going to have to show me. Right. I'm going to have to see, because I was so skeptical yeah. that yeah. Mark and him could put that together. Yeah, right. I mean, and it was a lot of work. And I really, 
you know, I, I knew I was coming to kind of the end at 24-7. You know, I'd worked for Fox Sports before, 24-7 zoned by CBS, and I'd about had it with the corporate, oh, God. you know, quotas. you got to write so many articles, so many message board posts. And I'm like, man, you, show me what you got first. <laughs> show me this website. Yeah. Show me that Mark uh, and you and uh, Nevada are actually going to leave rivals. Show me that you're going to get a writer that can write. Like yeah. Tony Gerdman, one of the best. Oh, yeah. Show me that Ohio State will actually credential you to cover games, which they have. That's the big part, you right? Know, I needed to see some Huge. stuff. And yeah. it, and it, to see this stuff, it took over time. I always Absolutely. had them on the back burner. But I, I guess in my heart, I never really believed that they could put this whole thing together the way they have. And, and he, Kirk and Mark Gibbler deserve so much credit. And once... I saw the whole picture, and I saw their vision. And it wasn't just enough to have a vision. I needed to see results. Yeah. And when I saw what, what they had actually accomplished, it was like, man, I got to be a part of this. This is the greatest thing, you know, and yeah. we're, we're a team, you know. And we just kind of got lucky that all the contracts ended at the same time. Yeah. So we signed contracts <laughs> so. in this oh, business. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. you know, if somebody would have signed a new contract of this group, then they would not be a part of this because you're signing three-year deals in this business. Mm -hmm. Three years. Yes. Wow. For the most part, they're three years. All right, so so, so, so it just all, it, it was like it was karma. It was meant to be. And these guys, they knew in, that what I didn't want to do, I don't want to write 75 articles a month anymore. Yeah, really. I don't want to do 500 message board posts anymore. Yeah. And they came to me and said, look, we know you. We know your work ethic. Yeah. We know the type of person you are. We're not going to put any demands on you. Right, like a grown you ass. You do what you want because we know you're going to demand more of yourself right. than what we're going to demand. A grown ass man uh, right. ownership, and that, not, not some bullshit that quota. That meant so no. much to me Absolutely. that they trusted me. Yeah. And, you know, yesterday was our first day on the job. We opened the door at 4. And I did that chat from four to midnight, you know, <laughs> oh, straight yeah. through, baby. It's on fire you know, the whole time. I almost Crazy. had to have a cup to pee in. I hated oh, to go to the bathroom, God. you know. To catheter. And that's we got enough money know, for a catheter for you now, man. You can might have to, man. <laughs> but anyway, that's kind of how it all yeah. came together. And, so uh, here's what I think is really uh, intriguing for me, to kind of an outsider looking in, is is and you've already talked about a lot of it, but just how it all works. One, how how the beat works. How how it works to to get the story how it works to to have that communication with that that recruit or with the someone on the team or the coach because i've said forever the two guys that i've had on from the buckeye coverage are two guys that i spoke with pretty frequently as a coach that's you and jeremy birmingham and other people reached out and it's nothing against anyone else but it's just like for whatever reason you and berm are the two people i was like those are the guys that i'm going to respond to and i don't really know why now in hindsight glad yeah. i did but that's the one side i want to um, i'm curious about how that works let's start there yeah for me um i built man my network has started i started in this business in like 2001 yeah you know so and and i got to know so many guys that were low level gas that are now head oh, coaches no and, big, doubt. and I just, people, people trusted me and I never burn anyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yep. and I, when you were coaching at Ohio state, we would have conversations yep. and you would tell me, don't put I'm going to tell you what's going on here, yeah, don't. but I'm going to trust you that you're not going to write this. No doubt. And I would never burn anyone. Never well, did I burn anyone. That's the key, right? You know? I can tell you this from a coach's perspective and players a little more naive, but they're not that naive. That, that was the biggest thing for me. It's like, all right, I need somebody, because we, we talked about it. I need somebody that is talking to these kids nonstop because right. I don't have the time. And and the reality is, and what people don't really know, is guys like you know more than than Brian Hartline. They You just do. And and so 
that relationship is critical to a great recruiter. And so you need to know that you trust someone so that you can have that ally that's able to contact kids because of NCA rules. I'm a college coach. I can't call the kid. Guess what? Bill Green can. Hey, Bill, what's the kid up to? You think maybe give me a call? Things like that. Yeah. You need an ally on the other side, but it's such a, sh- I don't want to say shitty industry. It's such a cutthroat industry that people will burn you. So you're, you're right. Gen- being genuine and that trust factor is what it is, right? I, I never, ever recruited a kid to a school. Never right. in my life did right. I do that. Because if I'm a better recruiter than you, Zach, they better hire me. I'm the one who should be mad. Hell yeah. <laughs> I should be getting 400 grand a year. But, <laughs> but you can, and I never would recruit. I didn't do that. But yet, if I'm down covering the Florida seven on seven stuff, and see, I'm not with CBS anymore, and you're not with Ohio State anymore. Right. There was a day when I was oh, having boy. lunch, remember, with, with Sam Bruce. Absolutely. And his I remember. seven on seven team. And man, I remember it well. Yeah, I was texting you and I was sending you pictures of Sam and, you know, and I didn't feel like I was crossing a line there No, because I'm not telling Sam where he has to go to school. Oh, just, yeah, not that he would listen to me. Why would he listen to me anyway? Well, even you if know, he, but w- yet, whether he was or wasn't, you weren't. And, and I and I won't mention ever any names of people in the business, but I would do this for all the coaches I know. Yeah. yeah I wasn't just like like Zach's lackey. No, yeah, I right. deal with college coaches at every school, schools no that compete against each other, but I don't feel like I'm influencing the process. You know what I mean? I would Absolutely. never do that. Absolutely. Well, that, and, let's, and if the kid let's didn't just want, be if clear. Kid, if Sam Bruce wasn't interested in Ohio State and you, he'd have told me, hey, right. hey don't and put that dude on the phone. That, that's, that's, I think the, the good thing is, and why you're so good at it, is that's not the, the, the industry norm. The industry norm is not to do that. It's more to kind of try to use coaches or use players to get info and become the inside guy. You know what I mean? And and just you know, fuck that guy. He already told me what I want to know. I'm just going to tell everyone. So it's it's. I think it's very. I I would think it's very eye opening for the normal fan to to hear that insight oh, and into that into that whole world because I know that shit. I was kind of in it, and it's eye opening to me. Well, another thing is you are always limited. By the calendar, the Always. NCAA mm-hmm. calendar. Always, I'm not limited by anything. No, I can call any <laughs> recruit no any time so, of day. Hey, There's no funny, calendar. For funny me. side story. I I brought this up. I think maybe to Pantone or maybe not. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to put out who I still talk to. But yeah. after I got fired, I was like, you know what I should fucking do? I should just recruit the top ten players in the country right now and be like, hey, listen, I'm gonna go somewhere. Come with me. And just fucking talk to them every day. Fly there, buy them lunch, like just oh, every, break every rule. Everything you wish you could so do. That, so that then, you could do. Yeah. so then, when it's recruiting you season, it's like, oh, what's up? You, you want a new job? I got the top ten motherfuckers in the country coming with me. Yeah, immediate hire. Uh, you know you'd have to change your name to Mike Loxley, though, right? Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> oh my you know, god. You know my Woo. in my uh, relationships with those guys in Florida, oh, like yeah. they would always tell me. You are doing it so wrong. And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, aren't you in with the top kids in Ohio? I'm like, yeah. Then why aren't you taking them around to the various camps? I'm like, number one, why would I want to ride around with them 17-year-old kids in my car? And they said, for the money. And I'm like, I don't understand. They're like, dude. Oh. Uh, I'm not gonna mention any school. I know you meant you. You I'll talk too much, Zach. But I'm not mentioning I'll school. Mention they said <laughs> you could call school A. And say, hey, I got little Jimmy, little Freddie, and little Bobby want to come to your camp. Oh, that'd be great. We'd love to have them guys. And I'd say, yeah, but we're a little short on cash. 
we're going to need a little help, maybe a sponsor. You know, sponsor is always the big oh, word. Oh, man. And, and they said, what will happen is that coach will immediately hang up on you and tell you, we don't do that stuff here at School X, sir. You're talking – and then he'll get his guy. Someone calls. He'll get his guy. He'll call you back. And you, you want it in 20s? You want it in 100s? <laughs> you want to be, you, oh. you want to be a guest And they speaker? said you can do that. Guest speaker. That's and you best. do speaker. that with yeah. 10 different schools. You take these kids on a little – just a oh. little tour. We're going yeah. here. We're going there. And, and you can make a pile of money. Oh. Well, that's why – And then you so, play them back again when it comes to be official visit time. Then you get them for more money that time. Absolutely. Well, I could never do that. That garbage one for me. But that's how it's being done. Yeah. Well, so, he, so I saw it on Twitter with the whole and, – and I'm not trying to get into this right now, but the whole Clemson thing, the coach said the N-word, and then some guy decided that was a great time to uh, kind of go after Clemson. And he said – he was like, is this a good time to bring up the fact that Clemson boosters are funneling Monday through churches to these prospects? And I literally had it typed out, and I was like, no, I'm staying out of this. <laughs> I was my, my response was yeah no shit so is everyone else in the south like yeah. you're just trying you. you're just trying I mean, to get retweeted oh my god and that's the reality like I've been yeah. I was in the south I recruited South Florida for Ohio State and and the hard <laughs> yeah. thing for when you're with Ohio State is you go down there you, you got your arm behind your back because you don't have that church funnel to get yeah. those kids but it was just so yeah. funny because it's like oh I forget that people would might be shocked by that and for yeah. me it was like yeah no shit we're talking about yeah. race right now shut up. Yeah. Like, that's not news. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the same people that thought Lance Armstrong wasn't doping. Yeah, right. Give it's me a clean. break. Let me wear his bracelet. Give me a break. <laughs> um, so here's the next question, Kirk, yeah. I have for you. All right. Kind of the 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 other side of this whole venture that you guys have. Yeah. Um, you, you have an all-star staff. Uh, you have ridiculous content that's already been put out, and I can't even fathom what is to come content-wise. But how do you go about building this? And, and, and the big thing is that, that Bill already mentioned is getting credentialed at Ohio State. That, mm-hmm. That's huge, right? If yeah. you're, you're going to be a, a site covering Ohio State, yeah. you, you better be able to go to the fucking press conference. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it's like if you're, you know, I mean, I don't say with the Kansas Jayhawks, but they go out and get Les Miles, who's won a national title. You immediately get a little bit of credibility because people are like, oh, well, he coached at LSU and he put, no doubt. you know, big time guys in the league. Like, you know, we all get like Tony Girdman, who's in my opinion, he's the best beat writer there is. I would take him over anybody. His Twitter is phenomenal. He's super knowledgeable. He's very understated, but, and he's, he's a monster on the, on the message board. And it's funny because people don't realize like the message board is like the heart and soul of our thing. Cause we, we love to interact with our, our supporters. Um, you know, we, I literally say when people sign up, I say, you know, welcome to the family. You know, here's my number if you need anything. Like, I was literally giving my number out to, to people that needed tech support last night. Because I'm like, look. You're a fucking me. IT and guy, Kirk. Well, I, I, dude, when you own it, it's like, you know, I told Gilbert, I was like, dude, it's like being like a chef. And like, all of a sudden, you got to sweep the floors because, yeah, hey, the, the floors you swept. So it's like, you know, I want Banked on his chat. And I want, you know, Nevada. And I want Gerd, all those guys on the board. But I was like, I don't want those guys to think I'm just taking a vacation. I was like, look, I'm trying to get people logged in and trying yeah, to get. Right. You know, because because you know, in our our tech companies, doing a huge patch day to fix a bunch of things we had. But like, you know, I was just trying to make sure people could experience what they wanted to experience. They're, they all wanted to log in, and you know, when you call them and you pick up the phone, as you know, like with Coach Meyer, it's like, you know, a phone call is worth a million letters or a million texts oh, yeah. or oh, yeah. like that call. Like when you say, "Hey, look, I, you know, I apologize. You know, I appreciate your persistence. You know, we're working on it." I mean, every single guy I called last night, they signed up this morning when there wasn't a huge flux and they all got in immediately. And they're like, hey, we're in. We love it. 
it's awesome. Like the content's great, you know, and yeah. I'm like, dude, this is day one. Like wait till like three months from now. Like the thing about our site is it's going to be like morphing constantly because of our technology company and Bill's met our, our tech people and they're just sharp as razors and they yeah. are on the ball. Cause we say like, we need this, this and this. And it's like, okay. And they have like, we literally have like a Google doc. It's got like a red light and a green light. And they like went through the whole thing and it was all green lights to start. And then we found a bunch of new stuff and said, and by six o'clock today, it'll be all green lights. Like they just, yeah. they fixed everything. And then, you know, when you're at CBS or, you know, you're at, you know, Yahoo, like good luck. Like if you send in a ticket, they'll be like, yeah, that's going to go off to, you know, outer space and you're never going to hear from it. But we talk to the guys ahead of our tech company every day and we've got some amazing stuff planned. Um, you know, and we're just proud of, I'm just really proud of our staff. I mean, our staff has been, you know, they, they believed in us. I mean, every single person took a pay cut, even bank, you know, bank, they don't call him bank cause he likes to take less money, but bank did take a pay cut. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I read, I read that you guys had this millionaire backer that was, that was paying for everything. Ooh, Nevada. Yeah. I, I, hey, that's all I heard. I, I, what do you mean? Hey, but that's my dude. Like, I, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's my dude. Like, and honestly, and bank, you'll, you'll admit to this. You're like, I ain't coming unless Nevada's coming because Nevada is people can see what they want about him. He's a plugged in son of a bitch. He knows how to run a business and he knows how to make money running a business. Like he didn't, people like he like, you know, landed on third and and didn't hit the triple. I was like, no, he like landed on, you know, he had a grand slam every at bat. Cause the guy, he's a great business person and we never could have done it without him. Like, I mean, me and Gibbler can work as hard as we want, but you're not going to get a guy like Bill green. Who's got two, four, seven and CBS money to come jump to a startup unless you got a guy like Nevada, who's, you know, just, he's just, he just knows, he knows what works in this industry. And he also knows what works in all of his other, I mean, he sells businesses and makes great money. And, and, you know, if you're loyal to him, there's nothing better in the world. I mean, the guy is, he is as loyal and as business sharp as you could ever find. And that's why we're, we're very fortunate. Go ahead, bank. But he didn't, bankroll the site like everyone no, thought this was this this whole thing this was barton and yeah. gibbler's life savings oh, money this we're sitting there barton's kids college I sold my right. truck like I'm, this driving, I'm driving a company truck and yeah. i'm flipping coupons yeah, that's like, why nevada's a millionaire because yeah, <laughs> like, well, i'm not bankrolling him, yeah. part of it, but you know but it's funny because me me and uh kenny we're two of the two lowest paid guys on the site because i was like you know i i've got a great job working finance for a semi-truck dealership and kenny doesn't need the money but or Nevada, whatever. But we we just want to have take care of our staff. Like I mean, that's the number one thing. Is like we want to the people that believed in us and took a pay cut to make a dream team. Yeah. We want to make sure we take care of those guys. Yeah, because you you want to you want to build the team that you want, right? Yeah, and and you know it's like coach like Coach Meyer and like I love Coach Meyer, but it's like when he talks about like alignment and he talks about you know no ulterior motives, like you know because you know people are gonna want to poach our guys because our guys are good, and like I tell these guys, I'm like look you know, keep grinding. You know, if we keep grinding, get where we want to be, you guys are all going to get paid. I mean, period. It's like, you're going right. to get to where you want. Um, we all took a pay cut. I took, you know, I make about the same money, but I work literally a thousand times harder. Like, I mean, the, <laughs> right. old, the old gig was like, I just showed up and punched in some message board things. But now it's like, <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm on calls with our tech team. Yeah. I'm making sure that, you know, everybody, Hey, what are you guys doing today? I'm calling everybody. And like, it's funny because yeah. Gerd and Givler and Gleitman, they all make fun of me because I call them at 6am because you know, I drive to Cleveland to work at my, at my day job at, I go from five to seven. I get to the office at seven in Cleveland 
And it's like, you know, they're like, why are you calling me at 5 a.m.? I was like, dude, I'm up. Like, let's, you know, day starting. We got to go get some more. We got to go hustle. <laughs> we got to go get some more people. Right. Like, you know, it's like Coach Meyer, you know, I mean, I mean, I know, like, I love him to death because some of his sayings are the greatest things ever. It's like, you know, building subscribers and advertising relationships. Like, if you miss a day, it's like shaving. You know, if you miss a day shaving, you look like shit. He's oh, always it. Like, recruiting is like, if you miss a day recruiting, you look like shit. So, I'm going to tell you. I, I say that to people. And that's like one of the greatest sayings I've ever heard. It's, it's a fact. And I, no. what I've learned from this, whatever I'm doing, I still don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I, I really don't. Like, I know, I know what I'm building and doing, but I don't know where it's headed. And I yeah. don't really care. It's fun. So, and I'm enjoying it. But it's like, it's so crazy because you, I'll have months where like, st- 20 things will come up. You talk about shaving every day. 20 things will come up and I, and every day I'll wake up and I'm like, "Listen, I'm going to do this, this, and I'm I'm ahead yeah. of the game." And then there's other months where I'm like I have other things going on business-wise or whatever, and those are the months where shit just kind of goes down and it's like ebb and flow. Oh, yeah. And it's like you you got to you got to do it every day. You have yeah. to. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And 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 I'm coming through with this quarantine fucked me up. I don't I don't know what it did to you guys. Oh but, man, I was I was oh. laid off. I got really good at video games and I got good I'm at building a website. That was it. Well, I, this so <laughs> My show, this show, I was going. I've I've went from once a week to four times a week. I've been all I've up and down, like just trying to figure it all out, right? And in season, obviously, it's way easier yeah. to go four times yeah. a week. So when we got to the off season, I'm like, I'm not going to do four times a week. I'm going to do twice a week. Yeah. Then the quarantine hit, and I'm like, the fuck, am I going to talk about twice do? a week? <laughs> like I could be like ESPN and talk about the best uh, hostess snack cakes. I'm good. <laughs> I'm cool though. But so it's it's definitely a process. Yeah. For sure. And you just got to do it every day. So here's where I want to pivot right now, this conversation. I want to talk about kind of what you guys already, what you do and, and Ohio State. I want to talk about the, the state of the team, where we're heading. I want your opinion. Well, we're going to have a little story time in a minute, oh, you and me. Man. But I want your opinion of the O-line. And, and Bill, I want, you, I, want, I want you to update me on kind of where, where Ohio State's at in recruiting, where Ohio State's at as a staff, just kind of the, the – like what you're hearing you're 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 the you're the guy that has the the pulse of the team and the pulse of the the beat the recruiting trail so talk to me update me well the recruiting has just been insane insane right if they would sign every guy they have right now committed and i think they're going to i don't see a decommitment in the future there it could happen but if they would just stop and not recruit another kid right if it just ended today happen right this class stops today it would have ended up being like the number six class in the country last year Wow. That's if they stop now. They're not stopping. Right, of course not. They're going to get the two kids out of the state of Washington who are both five-star kids. I think they're getting both of them. Yep. Um, they're in the mix for a couple big-time old linemen. I mean, so this class is going to get going. It should end up being the highest-rated class ever. Could be – remember the Ronald Powell class? Oh, yeah. In Florida. That oh, was I, a, I remember Man, it very what well. a class that was. <laughs> you know, so recruiting is just off the chart. And I think I – think to me, I'm going to credit Ryan Day and Mark Pantone that when we got into this pandemic thing, there, we've seen some staffs that just kind of didn't know what to do. They kind of got stuck in the mud. Right. And they backed off a little. These guys mm-hmm. did not back off. They went to the virtual meetings. They kept the pressure up. Yeah. And it's worked for them. Now, yeah. Right now, on June, whatever we are right now, June, whatever the date is, we have more kids committed right now than were the previous two Junes put together. Wow. And they recognized that. Where a lot of people thought, well, there's no visits, recruiting will just stop. It'll until just be fall. on pause. It'll no, be, no, it'll no, be no. pause. And, they, no. and they, put the, they put the pedal down, and they went from 70 miles an hour to 90 miles an hour. 
And it worked for them. That's what the great ones do, They had do, such right? a great plan. And I can tell you, Florida, Florida kind of got stuck in the mud. And I'll tell you, the 2022 kids, for some reason, they didn't do virtual visits with 2022. They felt like they shouldn't be doing them. Maybe they weren't legal. They didn't know. Pantone and Ohio State, boom, they did them. Tigra, Tushibola, you know, they land C.J. Ah, Hicks. Ah, and that's why the 2022 class is now taking off, too. They're wow. so, they were so aggressive. And they were so smart. That's a great combination. You know, you can be aggressive. If you're a dummy, you're going to get into trouble. So here's what I but said. they did both right. That's it. What I said going into it was, this, this is, like anything else, chaos. No one has a plan for it. They just shut the shit down. Like, no. You guys are not doing anything. No more. Mm-hmm. And I, this is such a competitive industry. And I said it right when it happened. I said, listen, the, the, the best programs, the best recruiting programs, the best programs are going to absolutely thrive because they're going to figure out the best plan quicker and attack. And that's what Ohio State did. Exactly what happened. And it's it's like you see some programs with their hands in the air like, but the pandemic. It's like, yeah, fuck the pandemic. We can't have visits. We still got to get a team. What can we do? We still got to get a class. What do you mean? Oh, the pandemic. My bad. No, come on. And, and I was blown away. And I knew Ryan was that way because I've I know him so well that he's the guy that will press pause and have some ridiculous ideas. And Pantone, too. Both of them. That's exactly you put, what we saw. When he got hired, I was like, Jesus, you put Ryan Day and Pantone together to put together a recruiting concept, this is going to be a nightmare for other teams. It just is. And, and I know I know both of them, but it's ridiculous. So um, that that is where we're at now. Where do you see it going from here? Well, I'm going to tell you what, we now have more kids committed than we've ever seen that have never visited the school they're committed to. Oh, the J.K. Dobbins. So when when it does open up, you are going to see it's going to be like reset the computer. It's wild, wild west now, right? It is going to be the wild, wild west. And I think Ohio State, I look at this class and I don't see many decommits. And I think they're going to be in perfect position to go poach. Because great players want to play with great players. Yeah. And they've kind of got that going for them right now, where these kids all want to be a part of the greatest class. Mm-hmm. So I think they're in perfect position to go poach guys that they didn't get first go around. Yeah. They may be players for them second go around. No doubt. So I think it's only going to get better. So I, w- I want both of your opinions on this, but I'm going to direct it at you, Kirk. Yeah. Um, shit has changed. Mm-hmm. Not only this pandemic, but with the NCAA rulings on transfers – and on getting compensated for image and likeness, the entire world of college football's changed. I mean, like, like it never has before. Yeah. You could argue when they went from like 400 scholarships to 85, that changed the game quite a bit. But I don't think it changed quite like this did. So my question is this. How do you think that the business world will react and how will it change college football? Because you're going to see kids now that may be the third best receiver coming in. And they can look at, let's say, Michigan State and say, yeah, but I can go to Michigan State and be the guy and get all the endorsements. I mean, this is a big you're, – you're an MBA. You're a really intelligent guy. Talk to me about what you think the impact is on the business side of this imaging, imaging likeness. I mean, if I'm a school like Texas A&M, who has the largest sports endowment, and you can say, hey, our number three receiver made two hundred grand in – cameo appearances or whatever wait i mean because the thing that's going to open up is like you're just going to be able to funnel money through dumb stuff like cameo and you know like like little things like that where 
you know, the, the really rich schools, I think are going to crush it. So like, look, we want to go get that, you know, um, Evan Spencer, you know, that, that, that number three guy behind Mike Thomas behind like some of these other guys. And, you know, and, and look at show the metrics. Like, look, our average starting wide receiver made $300,000 in revenue because of us. Cause like some of these guys is, they have so much money. They don't even care. Like it's like, Bunch of T Boone Pickens is running around, and, you know, and they can say, "Hey, look, we want Clowney." Tell them, "Hey, we'll buy, you know, a million cameo appearances at you know a thousand bucks, whatever. You know, not a thousand, but like hundred bucks it, each, or whatever. Like a reason, matter how they the reasonable it, right? NCAA rate is, and you know, it's like guys will be playing. It's like they can play Monopoly with their real life money, like their real life bankroll, instead of playing with like everyone gets like you know one five hundred and three one hundreds. Like it's." Like, that's the thing that's going to be scary. It's like, you know, the teams that have huge endowments and, you know, A&M's got oil money. They're the richest program in the country, but they're not really the best football program. But, I mean, they can be in a hurry if all of a sudden these kids are like, look, I get I'm telling you 500 grand a year. I get to buy a fresh G-Wagon with cash. Right. I mean, come I mean, on. It's, it's just, you so, know. So here's been my, my what I'm so excited to see, right, is how the, the arms race amongst, oh, yeah. uh, amongst the nation's elite, right, mm-hmm. the big money people. That that care, and, and my the my biggest focus initially was the the apparel arms race, right? Absolutely. The the yeah. Under Armour, Adidas, yeah. Nike arms race. Because yeah. now you're talking about those are all companies that 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 pay athletes, they endorse athletes, yeah. but they also have their kind of their school, right? Mm-hmm. Adidas is the one that kind of doesn't, but Under Armour and Nike have their school. Oh, yeah. And as much as Nike loves Ohio State. Phil Knight loves Oregon. Oh, like yeah, that is yes. his baby. Oh, yeah. And now he can legitimately cut checks to make Oregon the best. The spot. The spot. The spot. Like, what do you want? You want a $10 million? Come to Oregon. I'll give you $10 million. Yeah. It's just you know, wild. Every freshman gets a G-Wagon. You name it. You know, that's like, I mean, that's like clipping his toenails. Like, here's my, go buy him a G-Wagon. Right. Anyone. You want a lime green with like orange accents perfect but, right so here's the question yeah. bill have you how much have you heard about that on the recruiting trail that that being used that being talked about not much yet yeah. like i think it's so new and it's so well, fresh that we haven't seen it yet and i think yeah. now that it's enacted the next the 2022 class you can oh, go yeah. to them and say this is what we did for justin oh, Fields. Yeah. right oh, this yeah. is what we did for trevor oh, lawrence yeah. we're now right. i think yeah. it's kind of no one really knows how it's right. going to go. Well, you're going to have dollars and cents. You're going to have real numbers to tell yeah. people That's, real soon. Yeah. Well, the issue right now is, and, and, and I already talked about it on one show, but here's the issue right now. They announced this is happening, and this is typical NCAA, right? Mm-hmm. They announced this is, this is the new rule. You're going to be able to get paid, but we don't have a fucking plan for anyone. And so what happened was I've talked to probably, I'll say eight different schools that I know for a fact are using this just in a very general way, they're, they're presenting how big their alumni base is and the financial support their alumni base has. They're not directly saying we can get you $10 million, right. but they're showing and presenting that we have huge money here at Florida State or we have huge money here at Texas A&M. And that is and kids are asking. They want to know, well, like, and, and what's and the plan year? You're going to be oh. able to show a, a chart, a balance sheet. Uh, it's a balance sheet. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. I mean, and name names and show exactly yeah. how it benefited right. them I'll, by coming to our school. I'll tell you what, the smartest move in coaching history, Nick Saban owns a lot of Mercedes Benz dealerships. Look at that. Bama. So all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, Jerry Judy, 
New G wagon. As soon as you, should, you get an iPad and a G wagon, like so right. show up. He can buy them from himself. Think and about this get, now. The profit. Think about what we're talking about right now. Yeah. You're talking about Nick Saban, who's already a dirty son of a bitch. Yeah. Just put it out there. Yeah. This some, he owns Mercedes dealerships. <laughs> that yeah. he can walk into a kid's home and present to them that this dealership will sponsor you and give you cars. Like, By the way, I own the motherfucker. Yeah. Like, Zach, can you imagine having your iPad loaded up with photos and say, like, and I, I would walk in with the keys. Look, there's no key. You just, it's a keyless fob, and you hit it, and what? this is what you get. And what color do you want? Do you want black? Do you want pearl? Do it's, you want... It's going to be like... You crimson? Right. That, that one time you yeah. go in to buy a new car, and you sit yeah. down, and they bring out the brochure, yeah. that same presentation is going to walk into a 17-year-old's living room. Yeah. And they'll show you, like, this is the MSRP with tax, 176000 Insane. And this is what your son pays. What Zero. it changes is it's just going to make the rich are now going to be oh, richer. And on, the game is right. already fixed. It's a rigged game yeah. now. Absolutely. You know what I mean? In the NFL, Absolutely. we have seen teams. It happens every year where teams that don't make the playoffs one year make the right adjustments, hit the draft picks, a couple of free agents, and they shoot right up to Dude, the top. The it happens all the time. The 49ers drafted when, when does that happen? Yeah. When does that happen in the NCAA? It's the same teams make the playoffs yeah. every year. Iowa has yeah. no chance to ever make the playoffs. Ever. I'm sorry. I don't ever. want to be nasty to anyone. Ever. They have a great program. They will never play in the playoffs. Ever. I hate to break your heart. No. Okay? It's just not going to – it's the same teams every year. Yeah. Now these same teams, they go up higher now. Now you gave them, it's, you gave them an unlimited salary You cap. can take an uneducated yes. person at the mall and say, who's going to play in the Major League Baseball playoffs next year? You may not know because teams can get good, they get bad. Oh, yeah. But – if you ask him who's going to play in the in the football playoffs next year, well, you can just look at the past history and see it's going to be Clemson, it's going to be Ohio State, it's going to be Alabama, Alabama it's going to be LSU. And, it's the same and, teams all the time. Yeah. Now, uh, we see a Washington sneaks in every once in a while. Yeah, sneaks in. But destroyed. you can pretty much name yeah. – if, if I give you eight guesses, you'll come up with who the four teams are going to yeah, be in the playoffs like, this mean, year. Ba- it's not going to be Purdue. They're not the same making way. it. Because no. like, if you give me eight guesses, I'm say Yankees, Red Sox – you know, like all the Astros, but, but the yeah, Nationals, Astros, but like, the Washington Nationals can sneak in and win it like they did last the Dodgers, year. Yeah. Okay, well, Iowa State's not, and I love Matt Campbell, but they're not sneaking ah. in winning the national title this year. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, okay? I don't. We, I don't think so. I'd love I don't to see. So. I'd love to see it because I love Matt. Hey, but, I would love to see it because they have a ginger for a recruiting coordinator. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Gingers need love too, Bank. I mean, come on. Yeah, but I'm just just telling you, the rich are going to get richer here. Oh, God, yeah. And that just cements their place. And the funny thing is, like, the people that are, like, kind of on the edge of greatness that have the, like I said, A&M, highest endowment in all of athletics. And Jimbo. Oil and Jimbo. I would watch out for A&M. I think A&M can get there. I think they can crack the ceiling. If there was a stock market for teams and with all this is passing, I'd be like, here's all – Everything we made for the scoop yesterday is all going on at the A and M ticket. All right. It's gonna be like, it I, I really out. feel oh. like you guys are punking me right now because you know, with my affinity for Tom Herman, how much I would love A and M to just fucking take off. Hey, like just, that dude, would make my. I'm a numbers guy, man. I'm like, yeah, look, oh. you got biggest in down. You got Jimbo, and all, you got all these oil guys that are like, we want to be, we want to be where LSU and Bama and Ohio State and Clemson are. Yeah, what's it gonna cost? Because they don't care. Like, they I, know, do I know a lot of AM guys, it's like they take their private jet like it's an Uber. Right. They, right. Can do that. Like, they don't care. It's they like, can do that, but how can Purdue, Iowa, 
Minnesota, how are they going to get past Ohio they're State? Gonna, they're they're, they're going to fall further behind because yeah, of the Ohio State alumni base. They've got to get the oil before A&M does. It's, gotta get a real it's just not going to happen no, for those schools. You'll no. never be able to outdo Ohio State with the likeness. No. The only way that, that Iowa or anyone like that will, will be able to compete with Ohio State is if like Urban Meyer comes back, hires Greg Schiano, basically gives him a free pass to just do whatever he wants on defense, and they just have the abomination that happened at Iowa the last time. That's the only way. Yeah, I mean, because with something like this, the the the, the playing field is already not equal. By the way, Ohio State even close. is so much more talented than anyone else in the Big Ten, and now you're going to give them a credit card. Come on, man. Well, in the NFL, you have a draft system. The Patriots draft. Just think if Belichick got the draft. Got the pick of all the college guys. Right. Yeah. That's what happens to the high schools right now, though. Yeah. No one holds them back. Urban takes no. Ryan. They take who they want. So here's and, the and next, Iowa gets who's left. Here's the next. How can you beat them? Here's the next question. Uh, this is a place that you know really well, as do I. Can you imagine recruiting in South Florida when now agents, <laughs> agents, like there's already agents in South Florida. You know that. I know Absolutely. that. Absolutely. There's already agents. Now it's legal. And they're big time, like. Drew Rosenhaus oh, yeah. is going to be down at some 17-year-old's house yeah. when Brian Hartline and Ryan Day walk in to try to recruit a kid. Yeah. Think about that. In this, South Florida. This could be the U. This could be their moment. This oh, could yeah. be their resurgence. The U. The U could yeah. be back, man. Whoa. It could be all about the U again. I mean, prostitutes. I mean, you're talking that was boats, Zach. That yachts. was Zach, Louis, not Bill. Louis bags <laughs> with about 500 grand in cash. Right. Yeah, we just Crazy. don't know where this is headed, but I think it's yeah. going to be a great ride. And oh, I think yeah. a, when we do this podcast a year from today, oh, God. we're going to have a lot more ammunition oh, than yeah. we have right a now. A lot more clarity, We're going to know more clarity. No doubt. Absolutely. A lot more clarity. Um, so here's, here's the, the last thing I, w- I want to bring up before we have a little story time um, is the state of Ohio State's program right now. I mean, Kirk, you're mm-hmm. All-American. You have a fucking tree. Great player, also a really really bright football mind. Um, talk to me about what you see out of Ohio State's offensive line specifically, but also the team. And, yeah. and Bill, I want your opinion also just on wh- where the team's at right now. Obviously, a lot of high hopes, but talk to me what you think. You know, I think it's it always sounds like Phil Steele, who I think is the best pregame magazine in the, in the game, he always talks about returning offensive line starters and returning quarterback mm-hmm. as correlation to – preseason ranking and postseason ranking. And it's like when you have Josh, Wyatt, you know, NPF, you know, started a couple games at right tackle, um, Thayer, I mean, and you got Harry Miller at left guard. I mean, it's it just makes life really easy. And then you have Justin, obviously, he's the Heisman favorite to come back. And, you know, when you've got a guy, a bunch of guys like that that can come off the ball and you can just hand the ball to, you know, whoever ends up being at running back, then it, it just makes life a lot easier. Because, you know, those guys are veterans. They know to stay in shape. You know, because one of the big things is like these kids are gonna be coming back all of a sudden. What kids didn't work out? What kids oh, haven't been running man. cut one tens? What kids haven't been running, you know, three hundred yard shuttles? Like, I mean, when you got a bunch of veterans that are looking at NFL money, man, like Wyatt and Josh, like it's you know, you're gonna stay in shape, man. Cause if you stay in shape and have a big year, I mean, Wyatt could be a top twenty pick. He might have been this year. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you know. So like, here's a question for you. Yeah. I mean, I've been around some great offensive linemen and some shitty ones. Yeah. Both, right? The Pouncey Twins. I think about all the great Ohio State guards Who's and centers. Who's the guy that had mind on a million on his tattoo? Mo Hurt. <laughs> Mo Hurt, yeah. Mo Hurt, yeah. That was your boy. No doubt. That was Did my... you get that tattoo too? I, I have <laughs> it. I can't. I can't. Sh- 
I, I can't show you where you it is. It on the radio, but I have it. Mind on a million. <laughs> <laughs> but here's a question: How good is Wyatt Davis and and the combination of Josh Myers and Wyatt Davis? How good are they? I mean, they have to be the best in the country. I mean, Wyatt's the best guard in the country, and I Josh thought he was last year. Five center. Yeah, I mean, I you know, and I'm a big proponent to guys going and getting paid. It's because you know Marcus Lattimore and oh yeah, you see that stuff. I'm like, man. And plus, like you know, when you're getting evaluated, it's like when you're younger. Like, oh, he has a bigger ceiling. He has, you know, he's 20 years old. Like, if Wyatt comes out as a 20 year old and he's that good already, what's it going to be like in two years? Like, oh I mean, my gosh, you know, uh, yeah. And, and plus, you get to free agency. You know, you get a five year first round deal. You're a free agent at 25. And you're signed for 100 million dollars as a guard if you're if you're Wyatt and you stay healthy. So it's like, yeah. you know, I, I'm a big proponent. If you're ready, man, go. Like, go. You know, I, I love Ohio State to death, but you know, if you blow your knee out, there's not going to be a GoFundMe that's going to make up for your signing bonus you would have <laughs> no. got in the draft. And like, no. I, and I say that to guys. I said that to Jonathan Hankins in twelve. I'm like, dude, like, get out of here. Like, go, you know, you got a bad knee already, and it's like you better go get paid and time to go second round. Yeah, exactly. Like, you gotta get it. You know, get it. You know, get it how you when you can. Because like, as you you know, as a coach, Zach, it's like coaches. You know, as soon as they get like you know a head coaching job, like if, say you would have gotten a head coaching offer at like South Carolina. Or and you would have gotten you know two million a year or whatever. It's like you're making three fifty at Ohio State, but they're like you're our guy. I mean, you love your group in Zone Six and all that, but man, you make two million a year, you're out. You're what out. Mean? See ya. And it's that's, like that's how Chris Ash going to Rutgers. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Like he's set for life. Like people make fun of him. Like oh, you went two and yeah, he was a 80. failure. He yeah, walked he, out of there with a check for like seventeen tw- million out right. there. Yeah, exactly. He's good. Like he's, he's good. Got, let he me got, fail. Yeah, let he me got fail. paid to not coach, and now he's making a millionaire at Texas. As sure, well. I'm telling you, so Tom sure. Herman and I used to say it all the time. I just want to be the guy that yeah. is terrible as a head coach and gets fired and gets like a ten million dollar check, and I'll just go live on a beach somewhere. And you're making four hundred thousand. And I'm good, like four hundred thousand a month, right? Just to not do anything. Then don't put me in the Hall of Fame. I'm good. I'm <laughs> I just, good. I just yeah. want the severance well, check. I, I'm in my own Hall of Fame. <laughs> right. The, I'll, I'll build my own Hall. I'll of be fame. in the Hall of Fame of Key West. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh man, that's 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 it. Talk to me, Bill, about what you think. Just your what what you think about the the upcoming season and the state of the union at Ohio State. Yeah, I um am kind of not the the Homer writer guy. I've been doing this for like twenty years. I make a prediction. I love the gambling part of this, and I know you kind of oh, like yeah. that too. Oh yeah. So I make my preseason prediction every year. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have only predicted Ohio State to win a national title one time, and that was when you guys brought back Mike Thomas, Darren Lee, Bose. I, I had you as a, as a lock when, to when win When we should have. That was the only time ah. I ever predicted. Okay? Now, oh, I have predicted Ohio State to win it this year, and, and we've seen a change in the past couple of years where the year when Tua threw the touchdown pass in yeah. overtime to win the national championship, mm-hmm. that game was 20-20 going to, going to overtime. Oh, yeah. 13 nothing. We'll never see that again. That no. them did. now the past couple of years you got to get forty in oh, the title yeah. game to win it. Oh yeah, you're not winning twenty to seventeen. Who's prepared this year to get Ohio State? I didn't think last year they were, and I think they showed they weren't against Clemson. This year, I think this team, I think they're going to get their forty or forty-five, and you better find a way to get your forty-five against them. So here's and the question. So I think this team with I think the year fields the year of growth. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Why? I, that's what I, I think. Justin's the difference. I think a Justin, year of growth and development. He was amazing last year. He was really good. If really you look good. at what Joey Burrow was two years ago at LSU, he was average. Oh, and yeah. look at the leap he took. No doubt. If Justin takes a similar leap, and I think he's going to have an amazing leap, this offense is lethal. 
You know, I think Trey Sermon is huge. Huge. I mean, Trey is no. it, Trey is probably more suited to the Ryan Day offense than what Teague is. Oh, well. You know, I, but the, the two I mean, of them I, together. I love the kid. Master Teague is a very above average to good back in the Big Ten. And that's awesome. It's awesome. But he's not. People wanted to make him out to be like he was going to be JK 2.0. And it's yeah. like, calm down. He's really good. That's what he is. I think Trey Sermon just injected oh, man. And everything wow. Ohio State needed on offense. Absolutely. And I think these young wideouts, I think, can yeah. play. I think they can play now. And they don't have to be the number one or number two guys. No. You got Olave, who's going to be a first-round pick next year. No doubt. Garrett Wilson, who his first-round day is coming. Okay, so and Jeremy Ruckert is big time. We haven't really seen it yet. I think yeah. we're going to. Sure. So, so Julian Fleming and and – Gee, Scott, I mean, these guys don't have to be superstars, no. but they're going to be able to play, and they're going to be tremendous third, fourth options. They're going to mash the heck out of the ball. No doubt. So I think they're in a position where they're the one team, I think, that can look you in the eye and say, we're getting 45 on you this year, Clemson. Oh. We're not scoring 23 this year. We're scoring 43. No doubt. And how are you going to get your 43? Bama, Clemson, LSU. I think they're the team this year to beat because of the offensive firepower. I agree. They may not be the number one defensive team in the country this year because, man, they lost that whole secondary. But yeah. I'm going to tell you what, they're in a position now to win the shootout game, I think, better than they were last year. Oh, I agree. I so, agree. And I think that's going to be the difference. And, I, and, and to be honest, it won't be talked about enough, but, Kirk, you just talked about it. Mm -hmm. That offensive line is going to be really, really good. Oh, God, yeah. It's really like on, good. On the road, it's like you pack your O-line, your running game, and your defense. And yeah. it's like – it gets tough, you know, when we hit the road and you just lean on those guys. You, you know, you hand the ball off, you're on tight zone, calm everybody down, you know, get four yards of chunk and it's demoralizing. You know, and when you yeah. get guys like Wyatt and Josh that can just move the G and, you know, you get those good double teams. I mean, oh. it's, there's nothing better. I mean, because then it, that takes the stress off of your receivers, your throw game. Everything. Yeah, everything. It's like when you have a good alignment, life's yeah. amazing. And I'll tell you this, it, it was very reminiscent to my departure at Ohio State for Brian Hartline. He walked into, I mean, literally, it was like you gave him a scratch-off lottery ticket, and there was one thing to scratch off left, and it was a winner. He walked in with Paris Campbell, Terry McLaurin, Johnny Dixon, just the most loaded and ridiculous leadership room ever. Three captains. Three captains. Never I mean, in you, the history of the world. You can't, you can't build a situation for someone to walk into like Hartline walked into, unless... You're Corey Dennis, <laughs> and you're walking into probably the Heisman front runner, one of the most ridiculous quarterbacks in the country last year. And now, if he has those steps and jumps to improvement, Corey Dennis will look like a guru. And I think Corey Dennis is phenomenal. It's not a knock on him. Um, I think he's going to do a great job developing Justin. But, boy, what an opportunity for Corey. Yeah, and the guys behind Justin, the two Ooh. they brought in, Jack Miller oh. is, is good, I think. But C.J. Stroud, I think is fantastic. I think C.J. Stroud is the next guy at Ohio State. I think mm. he's, he's going to be the next Justin Fields at mm. Ohio State. And then they got Kyle McCord as the 2022 guy mm -hmm. or the 2021 guy coming yeah. down the road. I mean, they're just set. That room is stacked. Like you say, Corey, Corey Dennis, man, I'd like to be in his shoes right now. No doubt. And you know what? He's going to be really, really good. He's, he's going to capitalize. You he, know Corey well? Then I know him really well. Corey's my, Corey was my intern. Okay, so you're oh, yeah. totally oh, on board yeah. with them hiring oh, Corey Dennis. copies, boy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Corey was uh, – he was – it's a funny side story. Um, 
Urban, when he when Corey first decided he wanted to coach, obviously mm-hmm. he's he had just married Nikki Meyer. Urban called me in and said, "Hey, listen." He sat me down, had a real like one of them grown man conversations. Kirk, you know what I'm talking Those about. Fun, so fun. Yeah. He looked at me and said, "I brought you along because your grandfather brought brought me along." And I made it a point to get you a job, which was complete bullshit. He didn't help me get a job at all, my first job. But he said that. He was like, I made sure you had a career. I made sure you got a job. My son-in-law's coming up here. That's my little girl. You have a little girl, right? How old is she? And I was like, oh, she's six. He was like, imagine that's your little girl coming up here. Her future's dependent that you make him into a great coach. You better make sure he has a job in a couple years. And I'm sitting here like, me? Me? You know everyone. You're the most powerful man in college football. Don, I better make sure he has a job. Don Corleone. Right. Like I'm, I'm Luca Brasi. Right. Like, <laughs> They'd be like Bill Gates telling the owner of the local uh, computer store, yeah. you better make sure my daughter has a job. Yeah, like, guy, fuck guy, me. Guy, what about you, bro? That guy at Circuit City. But yeah, like, yeah. So that being said, Corey was phenomenal. He is phenomenal. He's a really, really good coach. He's going to be a, a great recruiter. Um, but he also was handed... Uh, the the most ridiculous ball of clay everyone's been anyone's been handled. I gotta ask you a question. I'm, I'm here dying for it. to ask it. I'm here for and, it, and I think people will will look forward to this answer. You are so outspoken, so opinionated, mm-hmm. so so Zach, so brazen. You were fired by Ohio State. Yeah, fired by Urban Meyer. Yep. Yet you remain so positive toward OSU, toward Urban, and I, I want to know why. And I think a lot of people would like to know why. Because, you know, the, the typical response is when, you know, any guy gets fired from his job, you just crack the heck yeah. out of that place. But you have been so positive toward OSU and toward Urban, and I'd like to know why. You know, that's a great question. Thank, um, you. Thank you. I'm a good reporter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think uh, – this. so I'll give you a two-part answer. The first part is I, I was fortunate enough to be on in this – very different drama, but but my grandfather got fired from Ohio State. I was a little kid, but I got to experience my whole family experiencing that. And I got to see the man that I looked up to more than any other man um, stay steadfast in his love for the place that he loved, right? He was the only person out of anyone I know in my family, extended, I'm talking great uncles, anyone, they all hated Ohio State for firing Earl Bruce. He was the one that never did. He loved Ohio State because he loved Ohio State. He realized that people made decisions to fire him. Ohio State didn't. And I kind of view it that way. I think, I mean, I've been outspoken that I can't stand fucking Michael Drake. I've been outspoken that the board made a decision to make an example of me because of media pressure. I can't stand them. But Ohio State didn't do anything to me. That's just who I worked for. And the people that kind of were involved in Ohio State made a decision to fire me. And I also... I'm not an idiot. Like, I see the picture that was painted in the media. I don't know that they, that anyone or anywhere wouldn't have. So I think it was the right decision. Now, I have a little bone to pick with Urban and Gene Smith because ultimately they knew everything that eventually came out in the media. Like, those were conversations we had two years earlier. They knew the whole picture. And my whole thing was like, why am I getting fired today? We all knew about this. We all talked about this. This was all... In the past, and also well vetted. Why are we still? Why are we now pulling the trigger? So those are the only issues I really have. Um, that Urban didn't stand up for what was right in that moment. He could have fired me two years earlier, and I would have walked away like 
I fucking, I earned that one. But in 27, whatever it was, 2018, not at all. So th- th- those are the, the two reasons. One, I think it was that they kind of had to. Um, I think they could have handled it differently, but I don't have, I don't have ill will with urban Meyer. I mean, he gave me a lot. He taught me a lot, even through this whole thing, getting fired. And, um, I learned a lot from him, whether by good example or bad example. And, and, but Ohio state didn't do anything to me. And to be honest in the, in the aftermath of all of it, Ohio state, which is the community, right? It is the fan base. That is Ohio state and the players. It's the players and the community. It's not Gene Smith's not Ohio State. He's just a guy that works for him. That's that's Ohio State. It's Kirk Barton. It's it's but it's it's also the guy that you walk into Giant Eagle and he's like, hey man, aren't you Coach Smith? I love the Buckeyes. It's that guy. That guy's Ohio see, State. See, to me, it's the community. It is. Like, I, me and Ted Ginn and Troy Smith go play in the park. Nobody's gonna give a crap who we are. But if we're playing in the shoe, people know who we are. No so doubt. It's like I mean, to me, it's the community. The community is far and away number one like the players you know like if we have the same talent and all these awesome athletes and we're playing it you know like we're playing get fred beekman park it's no one's gonna care right put the jersey on and all of a sudden you're representing something and people gravitate to that and they love that and that amplifies it but the players interchangeable like i always say players are like and a lot of my contemporaries and guys i play with they don't get this but being an ohio state player it's like being a gallon of milk yeah. When you're fresh, people love you. Man, when your ass is old and spoiled, there's another <laughs> gallon of milk coming on the show. Like, that's Walmart ain't going to leave that gallon of milk out there because, well, that's my favorite gallon of milk. It's all curdled and nasty. It's right. Like, you know, and I tell guys that, like, some guys don't realize that they're expired, but, I'm like, dude, like, you you were four running backs ago. Like, you're not, <laughs> you're not a thing anymore. You know, you're, you're, you know, it's good. You get, you know, you get in where you fit in and you do the best you can and you try to have a little bit of a reputation, but, like, there's always a better player coming behind right. you. Like when we had, always. we had Terrell, then we had Braxton, then we have, um, you know, we have JT, you know, we got, you know, Cardell, Justin Fields. Like, it's just like this Dwayne Haskins in the middle of that. It's like, you know, there's always somebody else. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, that's why I say like the, the, the Jersey and the fans are way more important than the players. Like just being real. That's a fact. And, and I think, I think that's what did it for me is Buckeye nation. If you want to call it that. They never really wavered. I mean, they did initially, as they should have. Knee-jerk reaction. Band-Aid got ripped off. Fuck that guy. I hate him. And then slowly kind of the, the, the reality came out and people came back. And I, I have, I mean, I've never went through and responded to all of them, but countless messages of, I have to apologize. I hated you. I tweeted about you. Whatever it was, right? And now I look back and I kind of, it's the dust has settled and I was wrong. And, and the cool thing about this podcast is that this, this somewhat helped a little bit. It's like people got to listen to me talk and they were like, this guy doesn't seem like a raging drunken wife beater. It's like, yeah, no shit. Cause I'm not. And so as a whole, the community Buckeye nation has been, they've been great after the fact. And, um, Probably more so than when I was coaching, and Curtis Samuel dropped the ball against Clemson, and we got <laughs> blanked. They hated they hated me way more then than they do now. <laughs> That's why I, I got fired on the tarmac after that one. Oh, on the plane, he I'll never fired, forget it. He literally got fired at baggage claim. That's a fact. Oh Urban called me up on the plane and was like, "Hey, I'm making changes. Uh, what do you think about Kevin Wilson and Ryan Day?" And I'm like, "Jesus Christ, man! Ed is right there, like right behind me." <laughs> I was like, "Whoa." 
Welcome oh. to the big time ball, baby. No, <laughs> that's a fact. Well, yeah. I, I, I will. This has been quite quite a recording, but it's been awesome. I really appreciate you guys coming. I'm really fired up about the Buckeye scoop. If you haven't, go check it out. It's it's already awesome, and it's in its infancy, so you know it's going to be ridiculous in the days and weeks to come. So I appreciate you guys coming on, and I, I appreciate the friendship. Obviously, more importantly than your site or this show, um, I really do, and uh, I just. Any last words other than go to BuckeyeScoop.com and sign up. That's the are, most. Are you, are you going to do a Q&A? Yeah, I'll do a Q&A. I'm telling you, man, like you, your brand will explode. Because our, our people, they love If we say I'm here something's, for it. We, we say you're a good person, man. They're going to believe it. And they're going to be all over this podcast and all over the brand. And you should do it, man. I mean, people, you know, your perspective is so unique because I always joke. I was like, me and Zach are like the same age. But like when I was like playing in the NFL and being he was like a head coach at Florida. He's a. G at Florida for a bunch of years. So he saw all those great teams and he went to Marshall temple. Then he's coaching at Ohio state. I mean, dude, your stories, I mean, Oh my God, you could, like, yeah. you could like read a Bible while your great stories you have. They're hilarious. <laughs> no it's like, you know, cause people, they love that inside the inside scoop. That's why we called it the scoop. It's like, you know, people want that inside, you know, you want to scoop every other reporter. That's our goal. So we call it the Buckeye scoop. Like we want to have, you know, we want to scoop, you know, all of our competitors and have, the latest and greatest, but people would really like to hear like some of the stuff that went on. Cause as you know, there's a lot of misconceptions about, you know, how people are or who's great and they're not really that great. And, you know, and, no, and, no. and you've got a real fresh perspective on it that people haven't heard. And I think they'd really enjoy it. I'm here for it. I, Bill's got to te- tell me how to do it, though. You got to no, teach man, me how to do yeah, it. I, told, I, do you, I have the text on my phone, and when you did yeah. your first podcast, I, and I texted you and said, "You are a natural at this. Yeah. You can yeah. make a living in the media." Yeah. And I, I meant it then, and now you're a hundred times better now than yeah. you were then. So, well, yeah. I'm excited about it. I, I'm excited to, 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 I'm excited for everything going on right now. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for what I've got going. I'm excited for this new site. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for all of it, man. I, yeah. Hey, hey, my final thought, and I got to say this, yeah. we are recording this in your home. Yes, I don't know we if are. I should put that out or not, but seeing you interact with your kids and how much your kids love you, man, it's awesome, so great man. to see. It's awesome. And, and it kind of yeah. reminds me, you know, my kids are in their 30s now, but yeah, yeah. so great to see how much you know you I interact with your it. children in person. And it, uh, you know, it kind of touched me, and I kind of love seeing it. Yeah, awesome, no doubt. Man. Well, I appreciate you guys coming over as always. Open invite, man. Anytime you guys want to come always, back, brother. we will, uh, I, I will look forward to being an active member of the Buckeye awesome. scoop. Awesome. And I don't know what a Q and a is, but I'm here for it. I'll hey, do it. Man, I'm telling you, you'll, you'll learn to love it, man. Cause you know, when you get those loyal people that really look like they really love what you're doing, they'll support anything you do. Hell yeah. You need. I'm here for it. Well, I appreciate it guys. Thanks. Anytime brother. Thanks Zach. For sure. Well, there you have it. Two of the best in uh, best in the business, Barton. I love Barton, man. He he was a he was a great player at Ohio State. Obviously, an All American. Um, then he was the G, offensive GA, the O line GA. When I first when we first came in, our staff with Urban and uh, and since then he's been doing. I mean, he does obviously has his business ventures that he does, but he's also been very active in the message board community of Ohio State, which I was. I mean, I knew about, but I've never been a part of. So the the current events since we recorded on Friday was. Uh, I joined the, my first site. I put it out on Twitter. The first, my first time I've ever paid money to be a member of something. I paid the twelve ninety nine, which is really pretty cheap, really, for what you're getting, uh, for the to be a Buckeye scoop guy, whatever that is. And so I'm on there. I did a I did a thread 
this weekend. I didn't know what that meant before this weekend, but I did one, and it was really cool interacting with people. And so I would encourage you to check that out and, and also check out our Patreon. It's too, uh, and our website, Menace to Sports, has all of it. Uh, so we're looking forward to doing more with the Buckeye Scoop in the future because they have some friends over there and, so, and some excellent reporters that, that Kirk just talked about and, and Bill and guys that I knew when I was a coach. So check it out, Buckeye Scoop. Wanted to give you that background or kind of inside insight into the world of college football coverage because they they have sources, they have message boards, they talk about what's going on in the locker room. And I used to, when I was a coach, I used to say this guy Nevada Buck. He has these four wise men. I'm like, who the fuck are these four wise men? Like he's got these dudes that just he he finds stuff out all the time, and no one knows who the four kind of moles are he he has in the program. It's really wild, but uh, they they give you content. It's well worth the thirteen dollars a month or whatever it is. So check it out and uh, stay tuned. This week we have our second part of this episode coming out, kind of our, our century celebration, we'll call it, and uh, also have a Beyond the Show episode that was supposed to go out last week, is going to go out this week, so our Patreon subscribers, stay tuned for that, and uh, thank you for tuning in, thank you for listening, hope you enjoyed it, hope you were entertained, and hope you liked it, and as we say, if you didn't, go fuck yourself, San Diego. That's why I don't read the newspaper, because it's garbage, and the editor that let it come out is garbage. Or do you do what everybody else in the media does, just create some shit and throw it on the wall and see what sticks, which is what I see happening everywhere. Where are we at in society today? I'm a man! I'm 40! When my time on Earth is gone and my activities here are past, I want they bury me upside down and my critics can kiss my ass.